0: Hi, I'm Jodine Cher of Lifeology, your personal transformation coach and we are doing the April 2022 energy update. Let's have a look at the numerology. We're going to look at the overall energy for the month and then I've broken down the days into each of the energies of numerology. We're then going to look at the astrology as well as the moon work that can be done at this time. I have pulled four tarot cards for you and there is an intuitive message from money with some work to do through the month. Watch to the end of the video for you to be able to see the monthly special that I am running. Also, if you are enjoying this content and it is helping you, then please make sure that you subscribe in the way that you listen either YouTube or on Uh, YouTube, podcast, Apple, Spotify, but I also do create a blog. And in that blog post, lifeology.biz forward slash blog, there you'll be able to make notes, all of the guidance that I give you for the tarot card and the intuitive message for money is in an image that you can download and you can keep for yourself during the week. So let's start with the overall energy of the month. So from the beginning of the year, I have been saying that what we're feeling at the moment is not a full reflection of 2022. We just needed to hang on really tight for a couple of months. And this is it. We're in the transitioned energy when we step into April. The reason being that we needed to have repeated numbers from last year. We were still in that energy of the 7, the 8, the 9. When we were in October, November, December, the numbers were repeated and we got to a nine numerology month last month. When we added March together with 2022, when we add April with 2022, we finally step into the energy of the one. And then April is a four month. So we're going to have a look at the energy of the one and the four and why it's such a transitioning time for us. There should really be a new sense of bringing in opportunities, new ideas, feeling like we have shared some of the old and that we're ready to embark on the new. It doesn't mean that all the aspects are gone, but There may even be new, fresh ideas to do things and change things that are still linked to the old. Uh, One is the start. It's the new beginning. It's filled with initiative. It's filled with a new sense of energy, which we all have the opportunity to really grab onto. So it's also the opportunity to unpack the last of what no longer serves us. And then in doing that, to shift the dynamic what we have been doing. A nice way to feel it which is going to be an interesting thing for me to say is when you just get so tired of doing things the same old way and you get pushed to the point of going it doesn't matter what I do as long as it's different. We could have some of that energy through this one time during the month. There also is an opportunity for a real new space of confidence The aspects and the energies of determination are going to kick in. And courage is also a really strong energy that is linked with the one. So to have the courage to do something different will shift the energy which is very aligned with that. Choices, decisions, action, all these things. You're no longer going to have the desire to do them the way that it has been done. If you're struggling in any way to make these kind of shifts, then the universe may have to step in with the process of co-creation. We know how it works. And in that, everything that happens to you through the month of April, please know that it is happening because it is energetically time for you to brave doing something different. Please remember that the overall energy of 2022 is a six. And in that six energy, it is very much about balance and responsibility. So when it comes to the one energy of April, when we look at responsibility and when we look at balance, it's very important to make sure that it is heart centered, a very important aspect of six. So through the month, also look for dynamics within relationships, family, home, partnerships of any kind, you are looking to be able to activate that independence and confidence without causing too much disruption within a space. Now, this is not to say that it's about keeping the peace. It's about being honest and braving the responses that you get from the world around you to see whether your environment needs to change or whether It no longer serves you. I know it sounds scary, but it is important for a lot of people to hear at this time. Then, when we look at the 4 energy, whenever I talk about a 4, for a long time now, I'm going to remind people that in 2020, we were in a 4 energy. And what did that 4 do for us? It shook everything so much that we needed to retest our foundation. To go back to our belief system and to figure out whether what we believed kept us brave enough and strong enough to endure what 2020 had for us. That is the energy of the two, sorry, of the four. And that's not to scare you. It's not to scare you. It's to say that we survived it, maybe not in the way that we wanted to, but What did we do to establish that level of belief and that foundation of trusting in whatever our belief system is? So this is a smaller month. We had an entire year where we had to deal with it. But we do have this month where we get to tap into what we know about ourselves to reaffirm more of our bravery, more of that self-worth that we have. So it's going to be pushing in that direction. Beliefs are always tested when there's a four energy around. So as things come up, please don't get into the space of going, why is this happening to me? What do I need to shift and change? A lot of times what we need to do is get into the space of asking ourselves, is this a belief that I created for myself or was it just handed down to me? If it's one that I truly created for myself and I know this to be true, then sometimes it's about hanging on with everything that you've got. Because nothing anchors a belief and nothing anchors you more into knowing than hanging on to what you truly believe. There will also be enthusiasm and there will be practicality because that's very much a four number. So just make sure that it's aligned to your heart's desires. That's what the six energy is about through the whole year. Make sure that you focus on balancing the practicality of life also With some fun and fulfillment and joy, the four can be too serious and we don't want to get too much into that space. Be careful to get caught up in the detail when we should really be focusing on the heart. Right. Let's break down the days of the week. So when we look at the one energy days, that's going to be the 9th, the 18th and the 27th. And with this, there are um, these double ones first of all are aligned with the new energy of the month the new start of the of the numerological cycle so there could really be a feeling of conscious determination but it could also fall into the space of impulsiveness watch for bulldozing ahead without understanding the impact of your choices and decisions It's very much about making sure that what you choose and decide still creates harmony within your environments. The two energy days are the first, the 10th, the 19th and the 28th. And this could feel like a real push and pull between confidence and then diplomacy. So this depends on your life path number. If you don't know your life path number, you need to add your day to your month to your year in order to find it find it out and then narrow it down to one number. Unless you get a double 11, a 22 or a 33, those we don't narrow down. If this is all new and confusing to you, please reach out to me and I will guide you to find your life path number. But depending on that life path number, the lessons are either about consideration of others and cooperation And it will either be for you to learn to make room for others or for you to claim what you are worthy of if you are always making sure that everyone else has what they need. Then on the 2nd, the 11th, the 20th and the 19th, we have the 3 energy. And this is going to show the places where there is Lack of faith in your ability to express into the realms of your ideas and really get into the place of what you need to focus on. So that's also going into your heart's desires. It's asking you where you want your energy and your expression to be. Really look for the potential to make these three days light and heart-centered because the four energy has the overall energy of being quite serious through the month of April. Then let's look at this four energy on the 3rd, the 12th, the 21st and the 30th. That could be intense because there's double fours from the month and from the day. On the other hand, it is also the ideal time to unpack anything calmly and rationally so anything that you've been struggling to express within the home within the heart what you desire this makes it a really good day to do it just watch for stubbornness or any kind of argumentative dynamic within relationships that could take away from what is most important and we value calm and we really are trying to always maintain this because the six energy makes everything so home and heart centered. On the 4th, the 13th and the 22nd, we have the five energy. And this really works well with the one energy of the month. And that could allow you to take that pioneering spirit and those ad- those ideas that have awakened and really get them going on the five on these five days, use these days to tap into the courage. It's such a big thing with a five. Tap into the courage to change so that you allow for that calling of that heart's desires to take some kind of action. The six energy days are the fifth, the 14th and the 23rd. Now the six days align with the overall universal energy of the year. The willingness and determination within the sanctity of your home and within your heart, that could need more attention. Focusing on how you use your time throughout the day is very important. So, asserting your responsibility onto those around you and onto yourself really holds the key to the environment. How much are you taking on, and how much should others be taking on? And then see the impact that it has. The sixes are calling for balance through the entire year. So as they come up, we are always energetically going to be processing the same thing. On the sixth, the 15th, and the 24th, we have the seven energy. And these days, because that could feel A bit of a relief from the days before because they were so heart-centered. Now we can go into the head, we can go into research, go into that thinking and those thought processes which really do help us where we don't go too much into emotion. And then focusing on how you use your time through that day is especially important because you'll need to find a place where you can just Step aside when the faith may be wavering. And that faith that is wavering will come from that 4 energy. But it's important to use the time that you step aside to reconnect into your environment, into peace and harmony and places of love. The 8 energy on the 7th, the 16th and the twenty. Fifth, now that's going to need attention to ensure that there's not too much power and it's not too materially material focused, right? These are the days that once again, depending on your life path, you could see places where you lose focus on people or the things that are heart-centered and important to you because you are so fixated on goals or you are driven by anxiety. Find the places where you feel that you are not lacking faith to balance the, these types of days. But the catch is on an eight-day energy with all the other energies surrounding it, for you to not get into a space of anxiety when you take a little bit of time to do heart-centered stuff. It is really important to do that in order to just... Bring a stronger foundation of your worth into a day like this. We are not meant to just be working. We are not meant to just be driven by goals and anxiety. And then we end with the nine energy on the 8th, the 17th, and the 26th and this aligns beautifully with the 6th energy of the year because it makes it easier to focus on using your heart as your guide. The 9 is a beautifully humanitarian energy. This is going to give you the drive to bring to life what makes you happy on these days, what brings you joy and what allows you to find your faith within your belief system and to see how to turn it into reality. If you struggle to really get into the feeling of happiness and joy, then it's important to indicate, to know that that indicates shadow work that needs to be done. There's always a part that's blocking us if we don't feel that we are worthy of fulfillment and joy. Okay, so let's dive into the astrology for the month. And it starts with an unusually powerful new moon in Aries slap on the 1st of April. I did a whole blog post about this because of how powerful it is. So if you go onto my blog, there's only a blog that I did. If you go onto my blog, look for why not all Aries new moons have felt like this. Otherwise, if you go into this blog post, you will see the link directly for you to click through. This is an ideal moon for you to set intentions for the entire year ahead because it is the first new moon of the astrological New Year's that started at the start of Aries season. For anyone who hasn't done moon work, it's beautiful work to do, and I have a free ebook on the website, lifology.biz. Go to the blog section, and right at the top, there is A link to click through to the moon phases and you will see an ebook that guides you to working with the phases of the moon. Chiron, who is the wounded healer and stays in Aries until 2027, is tightly aligned with this new moon. So there is a beautiful opportunity to do healing work. If you don't know about Chiron or if you know about chiron but you don't know how to use it specifically for yourself then i did a blog post to help you it is called chiron explained unpacking the mystery of unresolved lifelong wounds once again if you go to the blog section i did it quite a while ago when chiron um when chiron had its shift so just have a look for it otherwise once again go into the blog if you are listening to this and find the link to click through. On the 9th of April, we have first quarter moon, and that's in Cancer. And that is directly connected to the opportunity to see how you feel at home with your intentions. And it's specifically going to look at the intentions that you activated at new moon. So, whether you're aware of it or not, I always compare it to gravity, whether you're aware of it or not things will dynamically shift as the energy around you shifts. So if you haven't specifically pinpointed what was going on, then just reflect to a week earlier at the real start of April and see what you were thinking about, where your energy was and how things have shifted. The full moon in Libra on the 16th, has the spotlight on relationships and with that, don't only look outside of yourself to you and other people within their dynamics, but also look at you with your personal relationship with yourself. What you are looking to really discover and find is how you have the faith and the confidence to hold on to what you desire, what are your heart's desires. But watching the impact that it might have within re- within relationships and within dynamics, what we discover when we're in Libra energy is where we may be trying to keep the peace or allowing other people to be happy and content because there is always this call for balance and harmony. So look out for that. The Aquarius last quarter moon on the 23rd. Now this is going to allow you to focus on the places where you need to change and where you need to adapt. What's nice about the last quarter moon is it's short and then it's 72 hours before the dark or balsamic phase of the moon where we naturally go inwards before we have new moon. So on this Aquarius moon, if you've been focusing on your foundation of faith, which is very much this four energy, then it's going to call for you to combine it with the one energy which is going to give you bravery and drive to do something different. The balsamic moon, it begins in Pisces on the 26th and then moves through Aries before that new moon once again. And at that time, we really get the opportunity to brave letting go of the very last things that we can shed and that no longer serve us we have the new moon again on the 30th of april and this time it is the first of the solar um, the first of the eclipse season so we have eclipse seasons that last six months and we have a partial solar eclipse in taurus on the 30th of april this is very important especially because it's in taurus because the moon's lunar nodes they are currently in Taurus and in Scorpio. So if you use this energy well, it can really be supportive. What makes it so important is that it's about your value system. So if you didn't see the blog post that I did, understanding the the impact of Taurus, Scorpio, Lunar Nodes in 2022, 2023, I have a blog post about that too. Once again, you can go onto the blog and find it. But what's really important about this new moon, especially if you are creating intentions and and moon lists, is to make sure that your values are there, that aspects of your values are there. And one of the big things that aligns with the overall energy of the year and that will shift us for many years to come, is that a part of your values need to be what is open-hearted to you and how to open your heart to what you value. I have a supportive, free, open-heart meditation on the website to guide you. It is under the courses section, lifology.biz courses, and that will support you. So after a really long break of not having any planets in retrograde, Pluto goes retrograde In Capricorn right at the end of the month on the 29th of April and stays there until the 8th of October. So this kind of shifts the energy till almost the end of the year. Every planet first has a station direct and then goes retrograde. So what happens is if you imagine a ball that's spinning then it needs to slow down stop and then move the other way as a reminder that the planets don't actually change direction it is the illusion of it. But it, it officially kicks off on the 29th of April. And Pluto allows us to see deeper into ourselves than any other planet when it is in retrograde. It's a very supportive planet. And it's the opportunity to search into our deepest emotional wound. Then that deepest emotional wound always stems from our inner child work that needs to be done. And it's perfectly aligned with the with the energy of 2022, the sixth energy that calls for such heart-centered work. This indicates that the remainder of the year could really give the gift of slow transformation. Why slow? Because Pluto is so slow. So we want slow transformation, which obviously may come with aspects of emotional discomfort. However, Because Pluto is in Capricorn, we are supported by emotional stability and determination to do the work. Let's have a look at the tarot cards for each week. So the tarot card for the the week. So what I've done is the weeks have started. They will go from Saturday to Saturday. Saturday to Sunday. Right? One week. Okay. The first week is starting from the first, going to that Saturday, is the Eight of Swords. And this is the messenger that asks us to free ourselves from the limitations of the beliefs that we are imprisoned or stuck in any type of circumstance. During this week, trust that the supporting energy of the One will help you know that this is the time for new beginnings and to honor the power that you have to choose and this will give you the ability to break the limitations and those limitations only come from the mind. The second week is the six of pentacles and this asks you to focus on the understanding of how giving you are and how are you giving? Your energy, your resources, your support. Although this card depicts real charitable natures, it can also ask for you to witness the balance between giving and taking. We cannot easily come back from any level of resentment. So watch during this week. It is very important to see that the way that you are giving is fulfilling of your heart and that there is no resentment in any way. The third week is the Hierophant. And this is the messenger directly aligned to the full energy of the month because it is giving you permission to question your beliefs. A foundation of faith is not strong until it has been claimed for yourself. So you need to turn inwards and ask if you personally connect to what you believe. And there will be opportunities during this week for you to witness the rules that you live by and to see whether you have been told to live by them or whether you have assessed and created them for your own. Very strong with the full energy of the month. The final tarot card for the week is the Five of Cups. This is going to ask for you to prepare to start for this Pluto retrograde by honoring feelings of disappointment, sadness or regret. We ignore these emotions because of what I call the happiness movement, where we are told to always stay within positivity or always go back to gratitude the whole time. And if we get caught up in that loop, then we never get to the unresolved emotions that need healing. And we all have unresolved emotions that need healing. So the acknowledgement of how you truly feel has the potential to send you on a journey that is really powerful and is healthy for emotional healing for the remainder of the year while Pluto is in retrograde. Let's have a look at the intuitive message from money. A reminder that if you go onto the blog and into this post you will see that every single one of these tarot cards is in a little downloaded card form for you to keep close and so is the intuitive message for money which goes like this. You cannot sit on the sidelines of your financial relationship between money and you. It requires a full investment of energy. Don't get caught up in thinking this is all about the number of hours or your productivity. So through the month, understanding what it means to energetically invest is going to be how you witness the time and effort that you put in and how you work in healing that relationship. So if you journal, then spending a little bit of time every day to reflect on where your energy is going is very important. We're not looking at the time and energy only where it comes to the balance of time and the effort of place and the investment of energy that you're putting in. We're actually also looking at The types of emotional investment, which is so important. And where the riches come from, the places of fulfillment and joy. If there are any money concepts that seem foreign to you when I do the money work, then please know that I'm very supportive in this because I do have a money course. And it focuses on the energetic relationship with money. You can either find it under the courses section on the website It's called Money and Me. And then there is an additionally discounted price if you find the course on Udemy. It's called Money and Me. Right. Through the month, if you need me at any point, then there is the one hour transformation coaching session. During that time, we can take everything that we've discussed and personalize it to you by pulling up your numerology and your astrology and then personally linking it in. If you don't feel that now it is financially the time or energetically the time to do a full transformation course course session with me, then you can also spend some time with me in bite-sized pieces. I'm giving anyone the opportunity to have a quick chat with me either Instagram Messenger or on WhatsApp. I'm also happy to do Telegram, Teams, Clubhouse or Messenger and for that you pay $12 for 15 minutes or $25 for half an hour and the payment is made to either buymeacoffee.com forward slash lifology or paypal.me forward slash lifology ltd. If you want to click directly through, please go to the blog, and then the links are there. During that time, we use either the 15 minutes or the half an hour for you to discuss anything that you want to. You make the payment, you get hold of me, and we set up a time. Otherwise, get hold of me first, tell me you're going to make the payment, and we set up a time. And finally, the April special is around the astrological birth chart that I create. You get a full report that is sometimes up to 25 pages and in this hour, so you get the report and then we have an hour together where I guide you through all the healing that needs to be done through your wounds and the way that you at the time of birth were set up for the soul contracts that you have. An astrological chart is absolutely amazing. There is no guesswork in who you are. We will be able to see the wounds. We will be able to see where the shadow is sitting. Know what you have to brave letting go of. Know what you have to brave doing. See the inner child wound. It's all there. And then the the special is a 20% discount on an additional hour. Once you've gone away, spent time with the chart, you then come back to me. And then we have a look at your natal chart and the current transits, what's currently happening now for you to make the most of the time and to have the clues to the healing of the lifelong and childhood wounds and anything else that you pick up in your astrological chart where work needs to be done. I know that this is this is a big <laughs> um, energy update that I give, but it's because I'm doing it all in one month and I have had beautiful responses that uh, there is still gratitude that I'm doing it. So thank you for letting me know that. It takes a lot of joy, energy and effort to create this. Please let me know if there is any way that I can assist you in your journey. It's always a brave right one. It's a really interesting time. I'm wishing you a bold and joyful April of 2022. Take care.